Welcome back to the Eye on Healthcare podcast, your weekly dose of all things Topcon Screen. Eh, maybe not all things Topcon Screen. All things health economics. John, help me here. I'm, I'm, I'm sinking. I think it's a combination of health economics, population health, health, uh, Topcon Screen. Uh, we're comfortable taking on a broad range of topics. Well put. We'll put that in the uh, summary of the show. <laughs> Excellent. Well, welcome back, John. Um, great to have you. Great to be hosting again. Tell me why we're doing this episode. Yeah, I, I, it, it's interesting. We we were uh, we participated in a webinar as a company, and and one of our customers uh, was actually the participant. So. Um, and it was very interesting to me. We talk about the triple AMA healthcare and the quadruple AMA healthcare and population health and social determinants of health. But w- there were a couple key points uh, during that webinar that really struck me. And one of them was uh, when, when the doctor said this exam meets all four of the quadruple aims of healthcare. And I said, huh. Maybe that's something we could talk about on a pop- podcast. You're always thinking, John. I love it. I love it. Okay, so for those who don't know, what is the quadruple aim? Well, to, to probably need to go back and, and look at how it began. And, and really in 2007, the Institute for Healthcare Improvement uh, launched a, an initiative called the Triple Aim. And it was really focused on three key areas. One is improving the patient experience with healthcare. Two, improving population health and, uh, and, and, you know, chronic disease in the community as a whole. And then lastly, reducing the per capita costs associated with healthcare. Uh, all things that really fall in line with value-based care and value-based initiatives. But as they got going, one thing they noticed was very quickly that there was a major shortcoming to that, and that was physician burnout. Um, and there are a lot of reasons for physician burnout uh, that we're probably not going to get into here. But what they noticed was that physician burnout was having the exact opposite effect uh, of what they originally attended for the 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 triple aim of healthcare. So in 2014, uh, they uh, added the provider well-being as the fourth aim. Still honest. So we still now we have a quadruple aim. And was that and and, and was something that, went wrong? All right. And so was that the the addition of 14 of the physician burnout, was that feedback from the doctors that said that, you know, this is something that we should keep into consideration or how'd that work? Yes, it was a combination of 
of, uh, you know, discussions with physicians, uh, physician surveys looking at, uh, at well-being and practice management. And really they were, you know, at, at the time it was, I believe the study said it was roughly 40% of physicians were considering leaving practice at the time. Wow. Okay. That's, that's huge. Okay. Good idea to, to lump that in then for sure. So, you know, after hearing that discussion, it became more of a matter of, okay, so top con screen, what do we do? We, we, we take a very important test, diabetic retinopathy exam, and we, uh, want to have that done at point of care uh, for a variety of reasons. So let, let's look at the first aim of the quadruple aim. Well, the four aims are patient experience, population health, cost reduction, provider well-being. So when we look at the, the first aim, it's really about valuing the patient, making the patient the center of everything that that healthcare is doing and delivering high quality high value care to these patients a lot of different things come into play improved access reduced wait times so one of the ways topcon screen impacts that Corey, is by bringing the diabetic eye exam into the point of care test in the primary care physician's office we're reducing a lot of things for the patient multiple visits they're not having to go across town uh, or, in some instances, 40 minutes away to go see a specialist. So they have less travel time. They have less time off. They need less child care um, to go to doctor's appointments. They have fewer co-pays. Um, the other key here is this is bringing a high-quality exam to the patient where the patient is. And, you know, in some areas – they may not have uh, the ability to get to a special a specialist for a variety of reasons. Uh, so this also impacts health equity. So this really, this exam, I, I get how the doctor was referencing how this exam does impact on the patient experience, because just by um, eliminating some things and concerns for them, it's going to elevate uh, their happiness in 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 love for the, their primary care physician, if you will. Can I just add on a personal level, um, I had never been a part of or at least were cognizant of patient um, surveys before with doctor's offices. And about four or five years ago, my office did one and, and I, I, you know, I, I zipped through it. I didn't really pay too, too much attention to it, but I come to find out they had ended up moving um, about a year later into a new facility, new building. And one of the changes that occurred that actually came off of the the survey that they sent out to everyone that I <laughs> didn't really help in, I guess, was the lab piece. So in our old office, the lab was about a quarter to a half mile away. And, you know, everybody needs blood work here or there. And when they moved into the new office, they built the lab right in. So you could get your blood drawn right there. And I just remember going, oh, this is great. I, I don't have to go somewhere else. And I'm, you know, not the guy that wouldn't go somewhere else, but it became 
uh, almost a little bit of a talking point for me because it improved the satisfaction for me as a patient to say I could stay here. So when you talk about being able to provide that eye exam at point of care, that's what I think about. And I kind of smile because I'm like, oh, yeah, they, they, they were thinking about me and they made it a one stop shop for everything that I had to do. So just want to throw that in there. Yeah, and piggybacking on that, you know, many managed care plans, uh, the federal government in particular, HEDIS in, in general, uh, HEDIS in particular, the federal government in, in general, uh, are requiring patient satisfaction surveys. So, you know, anything that uh, a practice can do to make uh, life easier on the patient is going to bode well for them when it comes to these CAP surveys. Excellent. So, you know, the second aim comes around population health and in all the practices out there, you would really have to be living under a rock uh, not to understand that there really is a transition moving from volume-based care and fee-for-service to value-based care. Um, and, you know, making sure that there's an equity of access for all patients, that you don't have to be rich uh, or have the top of the line insurance to get standards of care. Uh, and also populate, you know, the goal is to reduce the, the disease burden. And, you know, this screening exam falls in, into this perfectly because number one, we at Topcon Screen, we focus with our clients on care gap closure. It's, it's one thing to say, yes, we have a large patient population. Uh, of diabetics and we need to get this, this care, this exam done. But if we're only focusing on 10% or 20% of those patients, we're really not closing that care gap. And, and that's where we really focus on. If a practice tells us they have a thousand diabetics and they want to hit 80%, we know that over the course of a year, they have to do the exam on 800 patients. So we help them to maintain their focus on closing that care gap and, and getting to where they want to be. But more importantly, this also flows right into, um, you know, decreasing utilization and better chronic care management. Because the earlier we can catch this, we've talked on previous episodes that it can cost anywhere from $600 to $20,000 annually to treat moderate um diabetic retinopathy, and, and it could be in excess of millions if a patient goes blind. So if we can catch these uh, patients before there's a severity of, uh, of disease, we're really having an impact on how how the healthcare system is facing that diabetic eye disease burden and helping to control the costs associated with it. And then again, lastly, it's, you know, again, we're they're empowering that practice to have the ability to deliver the right care to the patient at the right time. Patients see diabetics in particular, they will go see their primary care physician a minimum of four times a year. They may not ever go see a specialist.
It's going to be a ton of editing in this one anyway, John. Go, why don't you go to the next? I didn't have a, I didn't have a flashy comment for that. Why don't you go to the next? No um, worries. No, I, I was just sitting there quiet. I'm like, I don't know what to say next. I don't know where he's, where he's going. Yeah, right, no problem. Right. All right. So tell me a little bit about this, uh, the third aim, reducing cost. Well, this is probably the most easy, the easiest one. Uh, but yet the heart, uh, the, it, it's probably the easiest one. So really the goal here is let's, let's, what can we do to re- reduce the cost in service delivery? What can we do to reduce avoidable ER usage? What can we do to reduce hospital admissions? And how can we really get a return on our, uh, cost invested in innovative ideas? So the way, TopCon screen impacts us is a couple different ways. Number one, by doing it a point of care, there's going to be fewer co-pays. The patient's not going to have to go see a specialist there, uh, to, to have this exam done. They may need to go see a specialist if disease is, is found, but they don't need to go see a specialist just to have the exam done. We're also lowering the utilization of high cost tests and procedures. This is a, a, uh, you know, 30 to $40 exam in the office. And as we stated earlier in, in this session, cost of treating mild to moderate diabetic retinopathy can be 600 to $20,000 annually. So that is a huge, uh, savings to healthcare and uh, the healthcare system. If we can catch this disease earlier and lower this utilization, uh, you, you look at it this way. Um, if a patient starts having vision issues or they go blind, they're going to be more prone to falls. And if they're more prone to falls, uh, they're going to be more prone to going to the ER. They're going to be more prone to hospital admission. They may fall and break a hip and have to have surgery. So these are all things that need to be taken into consideration of, as to how this test does help to reduce the cost. And most importantly, by preserving a patient's eyesight and having this ton test done at point of care testing, there are fewer days lost in productivity for these folks uh, at their employers. So a couple of things stand out for me there. First, the domino effect that I just, you just kind of blew up my brain with that one. The whole losing sight can lead to other problems out again, not to minimize uh, blindness, but like you said, falls, uh, different types of accidents because their their life has changed in that way. The other one that is so key is that copay piece, right? I think we all as Americans think with our checkbook, if, if we have checkbooks anymore. And and sometimes when I hear myself here, oh, we're going to need you to go to a specialist for something like this for, for a check-in. The first thing we think of is, well, what's that going to cost me? So – um, I think the economics around that is is key. Even uh, again, scrolling back to patient satisfaction. You know, I don't have to have another copay. I can do that here. Fantastic, right? So those are those are really important ones. Thanks, John. What about the fourth? The fourth one then again comes to well-being of the provider care or care team well-being. And in in the surveys, uh, the physicians, it, medical personnel said look, we really want increased satisfaction in what we do. And the way we get that is through meaningful work and a, a culture of quality improvement and improved teamwork and a focus on 
treating the patient holistically, not just treating individual uh, components. Uh, you know, an individual issue that the patient may be having at that moment in time. And so TopCon screen helps to impact that because a couple different ways. Number one, we're improving patient care by allowing the medical staff to perform this easy, simple test. It allows the, the physician or the nurse practitioner to, to operate at their highest level of their licensure and focus really on patient care and talking to the patient and really getting an understanding of what's really uh, involved with all aspects of the patient's health. It also fosters improved teamwork because now everybody in the care team uh, has a sense of, you know, we're, we're doing high quality uh, care and, and testing to improve our patients' lives. Uh, it does also help with uh, better specialist collaboration because now instead of sending, um, you know, every patient to an eye care specialist uh, to get this, this uh, testing done, they're able to send the patient that needs to be treated to the eye care specialist uh, versus having their uh, the eye care specialist waiting room swamp with patients that may or may not need their services. And, and the reason that is important is because as we move forward, uh, the level of diabetes is, is continuing to increase, but the number of eye care professionals we have out there to treat patients is decreasing. So if we can better collaborate with the specialists through a PCP partnership, uh, in, in sending them the right patients, uh, it's not only better for the health system, but it's better for the healthcare providers. And then the last thing I, I'll throw in there, and, and this is just something that, uh, you know, it can also decrease the administrative burden associated uh, with, with the practice. And the reason I throw that out there is TopCon can um, integrate with the patient, uh, with the practice's EMR so that these results can be delivered directly into the EMR and there's, uh, you know, no added steps necessary to go and collect the report, put it in the chart, and then uh, do our billing, and our coding and our billing. This can all be handled through uh, a, a very simple uh, integration and coordination with uh, IT. Can I just add with decreased administrative burden, um, and I've seen it firsthand, where the range of emotions when you explain this to the staff, when you go from what's it like every other Friday, every third Friday when you pull a report and you have to then call out to ophthalmologists to try to retrieve a report. It, it, the, the, the body language and the, it, it just, they sink. It's just, oh, okay. Yeah. And they, they think about, oh, that's coming up. I got to do that soon. And then when you tell them, you know, instead of doing that, because you're going to do this test here, you just kind of log in here or you just go into the EMR. It It's like a fresh of breath there for the what do you, you mean, I don't have to call all around town trying to track these reports down. It, it removes a weight on an already, you know, super busy staff. Right. I mean, we're living in, in, in this this covid world now where 
you know, staff shortages, times off, things like that. And you're and and folks are having added responsibilities to their own jobs. And to be able to take this away from it and say, don't worry, you don't have to call all around town and do that anymore. It's right here. It's coming right back to you directly. You see that shift in satisfaction, right? Teamwork, you know, increased satisfaction within the staff of the office. So that's one that always gets a visceral response when we talk about that to to, to offices. Exactly, because 45 to 60 minutes uh, a week or every two weeks spent chasing charts is time not being spent with patients and patient care. Exactly. Well, John, this has been eye-opening. This has been fantastic information, uh, not only learning about the quadruple aim, but how TopCon Screen can impact that. Um, I'm sure that we will have questions uh, after this podcast comes out. So maybe we'll do a future mailbag specifically around uh, the quadruple aim. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Um, if you have any questions uh, to our listeners, by all means, reach out to myself or Corey uh, via our emails and uh, that are listed on the podcast. We'd be happy to, to facilitate any further discussions around this as well. Absolutely. And if you're just finding us accidentally here uh, on, on one of your favorite pod catchers, hit the subscribe button so you don't have to wait and see when the next one comes out. And they'll all be downloaded and you'll have the latest and greatest as they are out. So uh, for John Bartolovich, I'm Corey Chapman. This has been another episode of the Eye on Healthcare podcast. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one.